I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. What's going on, everybody? Howdy. We are back at it again. Um, uh, uh, yeah, again. Yeah, this week's going to be... Back in the saddle. Yeah, this week's going to be interesting. This is a weird, weird topic. But before we get to that, we are going to talk about some headphones. Some studio headphones. Yes, sir. The, the best headphones you can buy. Yes. Personally, we think. Yeah, they're pretty kick-ass. I'm not going to lie. Yes. So go over to studio.com and uh, find a couple, you know, find yourself a couple pairs of head- headphones you want. Or earbuds. Headphones, earbuds, whatever. They got it all. Throw them in your basket. Go to checkout. At checkout, you're going to get a discount code. What's and the discount code? It's Dark Windows 15. Dark well, Windows 15. How much you get for off? 15% off your whole purchase. Your whole purchase. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. They they make some pretty pretty solid headphones. Like We have the Regent. They are kick-ass. They run auxiliary or Bluetooth. They have like a 20-hour battery life, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally also have a set of the Neva, which are fantastic. Those are completely wireless Bluetooth earbuds. They're awesome. They come in a really solid little case that actually charges them as well. And then if you don't want uh, totally Bluetooth, go with yeah. uh, well, not wired. totally wireless, you mean. Or Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I was talking I, about. Yeah, I guess so. You want to, you want you don't want totally wireless. You want blue, uh, wired. Go with... Uh, They've got the Vasa, Vasa the tray. They've tray. got a couple of different. They yep. have like the wire with a little remote on them. But yeah, go go check them out and get yourself some headphones. And speaking of uh, headphones, I mean discounts. Yeah. You can also go over to uh, this other place. GameEnvy.net. Game- yeah. Whoa, 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 boys. What the hell are you doing here? Guess whoa. who's back? Like the ginger. curse. We're talking about Game Envy. Hold on. Let me get my seat. Oh, there we go. He's, he's like a bad penny. We can't get rid of him. <laughs> Damn right. And I'm also copper. He came out of the door. It was like... <sighs> You know what that means, guys? He's back again. Talking about his favorite company of hobby tools, the GameEnvy.net site. Home of the hobby holder. You guys did good. You guys did great. Two-in-one, handle, base, combination. They're also doing a Kickstarter right now for the next evolution of the hobby holder. Bigger handle and more nice. ergonomic. Yeah, that's cool. So with that being said, I also, since I'm back, I got some great news for you folks. You guys did good with the whole $2 off each hobby holder. Mm-hmm. However, I found out. Whoa. Better. 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 10% off your entire order if you put in the promo code BaradZone. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. If you put that at checkout, you save yourself 10% off your entire order. No longer is it just the hobby holder. It's the entire order. You want to spell that out for everybody? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. That's a Guinness, baby. <laughs> it's all head. <laughs> Quote Al Snow, who doesn't want to get a little head every once in a exactly. while? Exactly. So that code is Baradstone. B-R-O-A-D-S-T-O-N-E. <laughs> that was the best one ever. That's me, folks. You put that bad boy in the uh, the little, little thing that we call, what is it? Promo code section at the top of the page. 10% off. Love you. All right, guys. I'm done. See ya. Hey. All right, well, have fun. next All right, guys. week, I guess. Have fun. <laughs> this week, we are going to talk about the Tunguska event. The Concuska event? Yes, the concussion event. No, oh, uh, the concussion. So I'm going to be cracking two beers yeah. in this episode. You fucking drunk bastard. Okay. Um, 
So this week we are talking about the Tunguska event, which uh, I don't know if either one of you guys have heard anything about that before. Aliens? Eh, maybe. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. I was going to say some secret, uh, top secret military project. Well, it was pre-Soviet Union, so probably not. I think what year? It, 1908. Da. It was pre-Soviet. Yeah. yeah it is the USR. It is, uh, uh, is pre-World War One as well. So it's... Uh, da. Nicholas. Yeah, no, he, no, yeah, he was still in. Nicholas? Tesla? Tesla? No. Nicholas, uh... Fuck. I don't know. Tsar Nicholas Nic- the, Uh Yeah, I think it was Nicholas the Third still. Somewhere you know, we there. do have that magic thing called the Google. I don't know. Uh, His daughter was Anastasia. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he was killed by the Bolsheviks. Anyway. So, this one's kind of fucking weird. Um, I'd heard a little bit Thanks about so. it before. I never, like looked into it too much um but you know kind of oh, fuck it let's try it <laughs> yeah why not dude we got nothing uh, else going on so because i'm back yeah exactly mm. took place in 1908 okay there's a lot of like scientific like oh well this is exactly what it was but then there's also some crazy fucking theories with it which is exactly why i wanted to cover it because the theories are excellent so 1908 science or present day science uh, to ni- add validity validity blah, blah. Drunk word. Validity. Sure, that word. He's sober. Uh, <laughs> 1920s to 1980s science for the most part. So it's fake. Mm. So early in the morning of... <laughs> so it's fake. Take a, I'm take punchy. A drink. I'm punchy, man. I haven't been on this show in three weeks, man. Fucking it's been Christmas. longer than that. Fuck you, Christmas. Keep me off of them. I'm favorite show. So early oh, wait. I'm not on Mysterious Circumstances. Uh, early in the morning of June 30th, 1908, in the Siberian taiga... A massive explosion occurred. Tiger or taiga? I was taiga. T a i g. Oh, look at that! So I'm being tiger right there. <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you trying to say? You're trying to say tiger, but you're like, ah, oh, it's a taiger. Yeah. You know, talking no, like a I, bo- just, I just parked a fucking car and I saw a goddamn tiger down there. It's Actually, fucking crazy, it was fucking bro. Huge. It's fucking crazy, bro. There's fucking tigers everywhere. everywhere. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, you guys were going that way. I was going when Russell Crowe on South Park. <laughs> he was hunting all those animals. And he's like, look at the tiger. Ah. From what I gathered, the tiger is actually like um, kind of like a wooded tundra kind of area. Mm-hmm. So it's like trees grow there, but not much else does it doesn't look like. So, oh, it's uh, okay. So it's basically like they're, they're uh, like a desert for them. It's, it's like It's a snow desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think I know. It really is. Yeah. I think I've heard of that before. I'm, I, I'm not a fucking uh, natural scientist. I don't know. We're like, there's not much, but there's yeah. just like, there's some birds. Yeah, and... it's. Um, I do go into a little bit more about some of the other stuff with it. Um, <laughs> so luckily enough, the area had a very low population, uh, considering the explosion was heard as far away as a thousand miles. Holy shit! No, 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 you looked this up, right? Yeah, because so, I saw you. You were like, "Oh, how far? Fuck a thousand miles." So that would that would be kind of like if we were sitting where we are right now, uh-huh. and something exploded in Nashville, Tennessee, and we heard it. Now, would this be the same as, like, say, Chernobyl when that explosion happened? Like, this, on the gravity of like devastation and all that other stuff, or was this something random? This is the loudest sound that has ever been that was has ever been recorded in the history of the Earth. No shit. <laughs> yeah. And here I thought it was Fran Drescher's laugh. Uh, no, that's the most annoying sound that's ever been recorded. Well, played. that that sense recording of sounds, right? Yes, okay. exactly. Not like wow. I mean, how the fuck do they record sounds living in caves, dude? I don't fucking know. 
weird stuff. Phonograph. No, no, no. They do the wet lines. They're like, like. Yeah, guy, guy holds holds a stick into the wall. What was that? Ex-wife cooking. Fought it. So this slide here, these series of lines, they're not Ogo. That's actually them recording the sound. It was that loud. He's just standing there. Anytime there's an earthquake, he just bounces. What does he do? Sound recorded. What, what's that guy's name? Richter. <laughs> you get it? Scale. Yeah. Oh, nerd. That's a geology joke. Science jokes. Oh. You know what the best thing about ge- you know geology jokes? They uh, fucking rock. Co- <laughs> I was like, Coors? Oh. We better hurry up. I'm almost halfway through Mine this. was better. Mm. Um... So this event is the largest impact event ever recorded in the history of the Earth. Even more than when Andre the Giant got uh, power slammed that's by Hulk like, Hogan? That's like fourth, I think. But oh. this this one's big. Um, References. Studies of the affected area have suggested that the, the object that exploded was between 200 and 600 feet in diameter. Jesus. Uh, but it could be different depending on it, whether it was an asteroid or a comet. So one way or the other, it could affect the size a little bit. Oh, so it was more of an impact explosion. It wasn't like, say, of a plant explosion, like in a uh, chemical plant or weapons manufacturer or anything like that. Well, that's that's where it gets interesting because there's there's been all these different studies and stuff. Um, I couldn't really read most of them because I'm a little you can't read fuzzy English. on my Cyrillic Russian shit. So mm. happens. Um, but uh, in 2013, one study group found micro samples in a peat bog near the center of the area. And uh, they kind of, from that, have been able to go, this was a meteor. It was not a comet. It was a meteor. Okay. So the explosion had, uh, has been estimated to have been around 30 megatons of TNT. Ooh. So to put that in perspective, that's uh, the, the bomb that was dropped on Nagasaki was 20 megatons. So this is a bigger explosion than the nuclear weapons that we dropped on Japan. Literally. Uh, the fact that there were no reported deaths after the explosion is fucking incredible. Like there was no recorded human deaths during this event. Now, how now how big of an area did it affect? The explosion flattened 770 square miles and an estimated 80 million trees instantaneously. Just no deaths. No, no hu- deaths. No human deaths. That's what I meant. Sorry, that's what I meant. How many miles again? 770. Square miles. Square miles. Holy fuck. That's a lot of fucking miles. Wow. So, wow. What, like, I don't understand that. <laughs> like, 770 square miles and no recorded human deaths. No recorded human deaths. There's a possibility of one or two, but none that were ever reported or recorded. That is insane to me when you think about it because yeah. now looking at it, there's people that live, what, every 200 feet from somebody? If, if this had happened over. Like like now, L.A. Say goodbye. There would have been millions of people dead. Well, like, well, not or, even that. Or, like in our area, or Moscow, or Saint Petersburg. Right. If you this know. had happened over a populated area, it would have fucking wiped out millions of people. Now, was there like, a, do you know? I don't know. Probably if it did say or did or didn't say, like a lot of dead <clears throat> like animals and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they found animals here and there, but nothing like they weren't fine. Well, they they did find a couple of herds of reindeer that got smoked pretty pretty badly. Poor Santa. I know. What a waste of venison. Because uh, caribou's good shit. Well, it's yummy. Just saying. Um, so if the system had exist had existed at the time, uh, this would have run around a 5.0 on the Richter scale. 
That's a, that's, that's a pretty that's a decent heavy, explosion. Yeah, you know? it's a good shake, man. That'll at least knock your house a little loose. Yeah. I don't know what, I mean. So the most logical explanation that's been given uh, by scientists is that a meteorite detonated somewhere between three and six miles above the Earth, like above land. Oh, so it kind of sent like a shockwave. Yeah, it created. Like the, uh, when they, like a normal explosion, they have that shockwave, so that would make sense. It that created an airburst, which is exactly what yeah, you're that's talking where... about. Um, so I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some people out there that kind of like I was when I was researching this, just kind of go, what the fuck's an airburst? So I did some research. Um, oh, it's good. An airburst is when a meteorite explodes before hitting the ground. It can actually cause just as much damage, if not more, than a direct impact. Um, didn't didn't they? Ha- I'm sorry, to interrupt. Didn't they have one of these in Russia fairly recently, like, like 2008 two, or something? Yeah, like two or three years ago. Yes, like that? but that one was not nearly as big as this. No. Okay. So another another perfect example of an airburst would be like a nuclear uh, bomb or a hydrogen bomb, where they explode above the ground. They send the shock wave down. It hits, and then kind of the, the well, wave rolls up. Probably, uh-huh. if you see that, you can see that in movies where a lot of times when you see an explosion, you see the hit, and then all of a sudden you see that big launch of yes. like the waves coming at. Yep. Um, like uh, what is it? <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's a movie where a bomb hits. And then, like, oh, wow, that sucks. And then all of a sudden, then you see the wave of devastation coming at yep. the actual lead characters. And you hear it. Yeah, that's yeah. A, pretty much a burst, an airburst. Yep, exactly. Not a transformer. <laughs> Was airburst a transformer? Dude, 80s. <laughs> Fucking dumb 90s everywhere. So in 1921, more than a decade had passed uh, before any scientist had stepped foot in the area to do any research. I would think they would be there like in a short amount of time, you like would, within a couple of weeks. Be like, oh, what the hell? So. But at that point in time, shit in Russia was a little, a little rocky. It was like just before World War One started, and then after that, you know, you had some, you know, World War One was a thing. And also, if there's radiation, yeah, and then you had a little bit of a re- uh, revolution, and it took a little bit to get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is where we meet mineral uh, mineral mineralologist Leonid Kulik who led a team to Tunguska to conduct studies for the Soviet Academy of Sciences. Uh, Kulik and his team never actually went to the central blast point at this time, Uh, but from what they gathered from local reports, they assumed that the blast was caused by a meteor impact. When Kulik and his team returned to Moscow, they brought the stories from the locals with them to convince the Soviet government to fund the expedition uh, so that they could go back out and do, like, actual more in-depth research and stuff like that. Rather than looking at it, trying to write down a few measurements yeah. and get a brief understanding, actually go and try to excavate the site. And exactly. Yeah, because that's the only way you're really going to know what it is, is to actually be there and more of, than just a day. Uh, one of the ways he convinced them was that he told them that they, he thinks they uh, they could have recovered some meteoric iron out of the whole deal, hmm. which uh, meteoric iron, I couldn't find any like real imp- important kind of thing for all i could find is that it's been used as far back as like ancient egypt for uh jewelry and weapons and stuff like that so there's nothing like there's no there was actually biological or chemical use for it it's just i can't remember the name of it there's actually a type of meteoric iron that was used in a sword in the viking era that when it crashed down they actually smelted it and it was the sword of mars that was uh, uh who was it Greeks? Romans. Attila the Hun, maybe? Maybe. I think so. But regardless, it came down. They smelted it, which they try to reproduce it now. Um, Alex Steele on YouTube tried to forge a sword or a knife or a blade. I can't remember which. Some sort of blade. 
um, try to forge it with a meteor, and it, was, it took him so much hard work. And then there was another guy on YouTube that did it, and he had to smelt it down and cut it with other steel and this and that and everything. And it's just such a difficult type of material, but they believe that if you use this meteor, it was given to you by the gods. So if you use this iron that came from a meteor, you're pretty much using a weapon from the gods. You have a weapon of the gods, and you were smiled down upon this, so they gave it to the best warriors of the the ones they feel where right. the gods would like shine upon and give them great honor comparative to others that just had basic steel. However, when you use meteor iron and all this stuff, it is very fragile and very like easy to burn it's, the steel. It's soft kind of. Yeah, and it doesn't really harden very well. And when you do get it hardened, it's very brittle. So it's more of a decorative piece of a badge of honor in a sense. Yeah, like you like you've earned this. Don't fucking use it though. Yeah, but if you do use it, make sure you know how to use it. You're not bashing it against like a hard shield yeah, you're or not smacking it against somebody and fucking plate uh, plate mail or something. There was yeah. one that was done by uh, a bladesmith in Japan called the Sword of Heaven. It was a katana. Yeah. Uh, so there is ways to use it. It's just Soka Soka S O K K A. Yeah, sword. it's there are there are ways to use it. Like I said, it's just you have to be you can't just throw it in the forge and try to forge weld it. You want to typically either smelt it, so melt it with other more hardenable steels, mm. or if you're gonna do it, do it like the Japanese way is very you heat it up and then you just hit it and you use the friction of the hammers to actually heat it up mm. and to fold it over and constantly you're doing those multiple layers rather than just going in and trying to hit it with a power hammer and just crumbles because it will it's a very soft and very fragile material yeah well let's get back to it though sorry oh no that's fine we that's a good tangent because <clears throat> i couldn't really find much use for youtube you know so six years later in uh, 1927 kulik and his crew beat feet back to tunguska and hired some of the local uh locals from the uh the avenki tribe to guide them to the the epicenter of where everything happened when they got there they didn't really find what they expected because they expected huge fucking hole in the ground from a meteor. What they found was an area of about five miles in diameter where no trees still stood. I'm sorry, they, uh, where trees still stood, scorched and branchless, but standing anyway. The next kind of ring of trees out and further out were all scorched, like partially scorched, and they were knocked down facing away from the blast point. So it would have been like if you were to, you know, drop, if this thing were to have hit, and it would have, like, the trees directly around it stayed standing, but it just burned all the bark and branches and shit off of them. And the rest of the trees around it, like, as in a circle, just kind of went and just fell apart. I feel like in Like myth- a bloom and onion. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> I feel like in Mythbusters, they did something, like, along those lines of where they tested that, where the explosion factor of it, they did, like, an explosion in a house, and it's like, there's a specific window where you can stand where the burst will happen, where you'll get damaged regardless. You're going right. to die. However, depending on the severity of the blast, that is where it starts growing exponentially out. Yep. Where you can stand a certain part, and it's just a quick little burst. But then once it goes from there, it builds more momentum. Yeah. So it's kind of like it, it, it hit and rolled out. Kind of like maybe like a mushroom cloud. Exactly. Because it, it will go up and around. So the heat of going up, like when a bomb hits, the mushroom cloud goes up. So it will release that heat. So it'll burn those closer trees, and then the mushroom will come around, and then just disperse its energy out. Yeah. So if you were to take a circle, like you know, like a circle like this, an orb, you know, where you know, I just, for example, I just put my fingers up and made like kind of like deer antler kind of dealies. 
and you were to drop in the middle of it, they would just kind of go like this. They would fall directly backwards from where they were, but just in the opposite direction of where the explosion took place. I thought you were trying to do Thundercats. Thunder. Thunder. Thundercats. Ho! Ho! Dumb motherfuckers. That's with a sword. That's with a sword. (laughs) So we're going to jump forward a little bit um, up to the 1960s. Uh, after years of studying, uh, the team and some other scientists have established the area of effect. I threw that in for you, you son of a bitch. What's that? Area of effect. <laughs> Good wordage. Um, you sound intelligent. <laughs> of the of the damaged forest uh, was roughly, they, they explained it as butterfly shaped. So the wingspan, I guess, would have been like about 43 miles in width of okay. like yeah. really badly damaged area. Yeah. And the body would have been 34 miles in length. So it's a good area where it's just completely fucked for the most part. Um, they also found a series of potholes in the area. Uh, even though Kulik's team didn't, you know, they didn't have the equipment to excavate the holes. Uh, they decided that they were, they were, they were meteor impact holes, you know, cause they have no proof of what it is, but they're like, this is what we think it is. Um, so years later when they finally did get some equipment out there, um, they did some better looking in uh, better looking, and the, they found that some of these holes were anywhere between 33 and 164 feet deep. The entire area at this time was was a, a big, like, swampy bog kind of deal. So Kulik decides we got to drain this fucking bog. Mm. We got to get all this water and nasty shit out of here because we drained this and we found our impact site because it's been so long that it's it's been rained in and it's it's created a bog here where the crater is. Well, yeah, it's is. been over 10 years before at, anyone went near at, there. At this point in time, it's been almost 40. <clears throat> Jesus. So so I don't know how long it exactly took them to drain the bog and shit out. But uh, when they got it drained, they found a fucking tree stump in the bottom of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it must have hit. And then over time, water must have just started collecting it. No. Really? There was no physical impact made. That tree stump had been there. It still had a root system connected. So this bog that they drained was a naturally formed bog. It was not an impact site from a meteor. Hmm. <laughs> right? Things that make you go, well, shit. So there was some, some chemical analysis done on the soil and the water from the bog. And this also revealed some kind of weird shit. Uh, and I... I am not a fucking scientist, so if I say these words wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, the isotopic signatures of stable carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, uh, I'm sorry, hydrogen and nitrogen isotopes were found at the level of the bog corresponding to 1908, were found to be inconsistent with the isoto- uh, isotopic ratios measured in the adjacent layers, but this abnormality was not found in bogs located outside the area. The region of the bogs showing these anomalous signatures also contains an unusually high proportion of iridium, uh, similar to the iridium layer found in the uh, Cretaceous Paleogenic boundary. These usually uh, uh, these unusual <laughs> <laughs> too many big words. Fuck. <laughs> these unusual proportions are believed to result uh, to result from debris from the falling body that deposited into the bog. The nitrogen is believed to have been deposited as Acid rain, uh, a suspected fallout from the explosion. Oh, okay, so the explosion effect on the trees near the hypocenter of the explosion was replicated during atmospheric nuclear testing in the 1950s and 60s. It was similar to the effects of the uh, conventional operation blowdown. So basically what they're saying is the way that this thing exploded, 
and cause damage was almost exactly how a nuclear weapon would do the same thing. Yeah. So Makes it, sense. you know, had the, the air burst and it fucking flattened everything on the ground, you know, so it's, it, it basically worked like a, a naturally formed nuclear weapon, I guess. Mm. Uh, these effects are caused by the, yeah, okay, so I just covered that. So Soviet experiments performed in the mid-1960s with model forests, which were made of uh, matches on wire stakes, and small explosive charges slid down on wires, produced an almost exactly butterfly-shaped uh, pattern, blast pattern. So they kind of figured, like, hey, this is how we could have replicated it, but the angles and stuff were almost, you know. So, the, the, so they're basically trying to say that it's because it was coming through the atmosphere. Yes, and that's so when it exploded at some some point when it got through our atmosphere and it got so close to our, you know the to the ground that's when it exploded so it didn't actually ever touch the ground so it exploded right. which caused the, the like the butterfly effect of the wings yes. and then the body because yes. it's only you know going only go so far out wide right. but it's going to extend so that's know. basically okay. with okay, with, with the yeah. the stuff the little explosives that they did the angle and it's exact it's exactly it they found out that it had to have come in on an angle it didn't come straight down in uh-huh. so it came in on an angle and kind of just wiped everything out. Um, so now that we've gone through the the fun stuff like the science, the science <laughs> that's not fun for me. <laughs> let's let's get into some weird shit, okay? One of the theories that was put forward in 1973 was that a small black hole passed through the Earth. One more time, a small black hole passed through the Earth. It's possible. Okay. But that's not how a black hole works. Doesn't <laughs> like a black hole is like a freaking does it eat everything. It's a vacuum. Yeah. It's a star it's a star that goes supernova and sucks everything in. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. a yeah, it's a giant vacuum. It just so. sucks everything in. Yeah. But if it had passed through the Earth, where's the, you know, essentially the exit wound? Well, we haven't found it yet. You you would have thought that we would have somewhere. On the other side know? of the Earth, man. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe we just got sucked into it and we just don't know it. We don't even exist anymore. <laughs> so here's some more weird space shit. There's a couple of them. In 1965, it was suggested that an object made of antimatter came terrassing through the atmosphere. Technical term? Terrassing. Yes, it's a scientific mm. term, terrassing. I love it. Yeah. Uh, pounding pavement, you know, also. Wow. <laughs> Boogie in. So the theory does kind of hold a little bit of water because of the fact that if something made of antimatter came into contact with matter on Earth, it would have been annihilated. Uh-huh. So in particle physics, I had to look this up because, again, I'm not fucking smart. <laughs> well, that's an understatement. Uh, in Cheers par- on that one. Yes. In particle physics, annihilation is the process that occurs when a subatomic particle collides with its respective antiparticle to produce other particles, such as an electron colliding with a... uh, Okay, so an electron colliding with a positron to produce two photons. The total energy and movement... I'm sorry, the total energy and momentum of the initial pair are conserved... You know what? You guys didn't come here to listen to science shit, did you? I didn't. I, I'm also, I was getting confused. It's like, this is where I tap out and look yeah. at 40K stuff, because at least I understand that. So this this event with the antimatter hitting would have also resulted in there being no material from the foreign object left to study. It would have just poof, gone. Yeah. Dissipated everything. 
You guys ready for some alien shit? Okay. No, yeah. can we go get more beer? <laughs> yeah, you want to go get more <laughs> beer? We can take a quick break. So I'm not saying it was aliens. Oh, <clears throat> uh, there's a couple of people saying it's fucking aliens. Isotopes and no, and we're we're, ta- we're talking and... fucking aliens now. Oh, we're not talking about flotillas and icicles. Oh, <laughs> science bullshit. <laughs> Things smashing each each other. You know? Yeah, pow. Touching and you know, doink doink doink. Like, <laughs> yeah, touching. You know, there's no more isotronics banging their dicks together. <laughs> See, I paid attention in science class. I don't know what a fucking isotronic is. I think I made it up. I think you just did. It's a good band name. It is. Uh, <laughs> so when it comes to aliens, there's kind of two different camps on on where this thing lands, and I think both of them are fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, well, I, not I won't say stupid. I think they're both wrong. One saying that an alien craft attempting to land on Earth was damaged in the atmosphere. When trying to land, something went awry, and the nuclear fuel used to craft used in the craft detonated causing the airburst that flattened the area uh this theory makes the most sense of the two alien ones because the other one's completely fucking crazy <laughs> the other one is crazy yeah, I'm, surpri- <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't chime in with a fucking ultimate warrior you know rocket fuel thing and <laughs> uh sometimes you just gotta pick your uh, pick your battles you pick your battles brother yeah <laughs> So the other theory comes to us from Yuri Lavbin, a Russian researcher that has publicly stated that the event was caused by an alien craft hitting the Earth. His theory is that an alien craft of unknown origin, obviously, because they're fucking aliens, Yuri. You and how the shit. fuck are you supposed to know this shit without being you know, privy to the knowledge? You silly bitch trying to lie to us. Oh, I know where they're from. They're aliens. Yeah, where? Where are they from then? They're not from fucking Minnesota. They're from a place. Yeah. Well, far, far away. Minnesota aliens wouldn't go to Russia. Too cold. It's they the same fucking with... thing. Nope. Minnesota has better maple syrup, I bet, though. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I've never been to so, Minnesota. Still not as good as ours. Their I football was... team's not that great either, but whatever. The Vikings? Yeah. How do you make the Vikings purple and gold? I don't know. What's the thing of that? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. So, so uh, basically, his theory is that this alien craft was following a comet that they knew was going to hit Earth. We got to chase it. We got to stop it. So wait, he's pretty much quoting uh, Armageddon. Yeah. Okay. Except a little different. Yeah. I'm on board. Probably got some sweet, you know, hair metal band playing, you know, the theme song. I'm on board. What's what's Russian for Aerosmith? <laughs> Better Smith. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck so, you. So anyway, just at the last second, this alien craft that's following the comet. Just fucking, they hit the thrusters, they get up, they yank the e-brake, and they take one right in the fucking passenger's door for us. <laughs> so Dude, they hip check that's it. what caused it. No, no, no. They got up there and just like, ah, fuck, 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 okay, yeah. deal with it. They, they took one right in the keister for us to keep us alive. Because Please that's tell what my daughter that I love her and not to marry Ben Affleck. Oh, poor thing. Did she? Did... Oh, not... yeah, in the movie, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, even more intriguing is that Lavbin says that aliens left behind signs of their intervention and he has actually uncovered some of them. An example of that of the evidence that Lavbin and his team <clears throat> discovered two strange cubes with their sides measuring five feet by five feet in the impact area. Does that not kind of sound like the thing from Transformers? Energon? The cube? Energon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Was so, it glowing pink or purple? I, they don't. I don't know. God, I'm such a fucking nerd. 
So I'm wondering if maybe there's fuck, like fucking Transformers were like behind stopping. Well, you this do thing. know there's there's probably more that meets the eye on this whole like little I experience. I think so. Maybe even robots in disguise. We're not sure, but I don't think he got it. So these what? two. <laughs> Nah, we just cool. made making Transformers jokes. I, hey, listen, I was letting you two go off, okay? You know. So here's a better description here. The two odd-looking cubes are made from bla- from a black material that does not look natural in any way. Okay. Transformer parts. I was thinking it was it was Tesseract, but that's okay. No, that's a thing that Loki put on a stick. No, the Tesseract was made into a cube. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched many of the Marvel movies, so I'm sorry. So uh, Lovebin explained uh, Love, uh, explained that yeah that's his name now. Lovebin <laughs> uh, Lovebin explained that they looked burned and reminded him of an alloy used to make rockets. Again, fucking Transformers bits. Hmm. Was it Megatron or uh, Starscream? I don't know. I think it might have been like part of Megatron's like testicle or something. I don't know. But Megatron wouldn't have saved Earth. So How do you not- know? No, he saved it so he could come destroy it himself, dumbass. Oh, sorry. Jesus. So the research team also found in the area uh, an unusual white and uh, white and large stone on top of a crag in the... Dis- uh, dis- Jesus, fuck me dead sideways. Happy you're back. We fuck. missed you on the show. Fuck me dead sideways. Jesus, H. Christ. So they found this big fuck-off rock up in the trees. Aha. The locals called it the reindeer stone, and it was made of a crystalline substance uncommon to the area. That looked like a reindeer? I don't know. I don't know why mm. they fuck they call it a reindeer stone. They're, I don't know. Don't judge. Now, here's one of my two favorite theories for the whole thing. I'm going to start off with one that I think is a little bit more fucking nuts than the other one. Mm-hmm. The in- <laughs> So, the theory is that the god Agdana intervened. And just wiped this whole fucking area out because they were pricks. It's had, it has happened in the past in the Bible. Yes. Where God came down and decided, you know what, fuck you all. You're not doing what I want and I don't like it, so I'm wiping everything out. Exactly. That's so, why there may be no recorded deaths because he mind wiped them. He Neuralizer. came down with his sunglasses and his flashy stick. Neuralizer. There you go. Please look into this. <laughs> or, you know, he's a god. Gods can do whatever they want. They can wipe a mind and within seconds. It's probably true. So... An Avenki woman, that same tribe that we were talking about before, who was within 20 miles of the epicenter of the explosion, reported to scientists, a mighty wind flattened our tent while we were having, while we'd been sleeping. That's because her husband ate too many beans. Oh, we're going to talk about her husband. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, no. A brilliant outburst of light blinded us. The wind was breaking trees like they were sticks. As a rising whirlwind lifted us off the ground, I lost consciousness. After she woke up, she remembered see, uh, seeking her husband, Ivan, who had been lifted up by the blast and slammed into one of the remaining upright trees. The, tr- the tree that he hit was 130 feet from where their camp had been. So he died a few hours later from fractures and blood loss and, Ow. you know, Ugh. getting slammed into a motherfucking tree 130 feet away. Yeah, and not even knowing how fast he's going just probably sound like a wet sponge being thrown against the wall. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. Oh, poor fuck. So, some of the shamans of the Avenki tribe who live in the who have been living in that area for thousands of years, uh, Tunguska event was caused by Agda, the god of thunder himself. So, upset with the tribes, uh, Agda reportedly sent demons with shining eyes and fiery tails to punish the disobedient people of the area. Maybe it was aliens. Maybe it was a god, or 
Maybe it was Nikola motherfucking Tesla. My favorite theory for the whole thing. Wait. So the gods of a god erasing, you know, humanity and probably blanking people's minds. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see how that could be believable because, you know, like I said, we have the story in the Bible. Right. Aliens. Kind of. Can kind of, you know, whatever. That's the usual thing, like, people. In the Bhagavad Gita, there was a story of a war between the gods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Nikola Tesla. Nikola. A a real person. Nikola motherfucking Tesla. Nikola motherfucking (laughs) Tesla. Hmm. Shares the same middle uh, same middle name as Teddy Roosevelt. So, really, yeah, Teddy motherfucking Roosevelt. Oh yeah. wow! Um, they okay. first, are they first or second cousins? They're not related. They just have the same middle name. Oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah, it's like you, Kevin. So you guys aren't related, but you have the same name, first name. So to start, we kind of have to talk about. Uh, you're a history guy. Uh-huh. You know Warden Cliff Tower. Debatable. It was on. Uh, it was in Long Island. It was uh, the tower that Tesla had built to try to. Um, they were trying to send like trying to be able to send messages wirelessly over mm. like over the Atlantic to mm-hmm. England, this, that, and the other. He was also trying to figure out how to make it so that he could send pictures and other information, shit like that. Um, so, um, huh. so he was basically come, trying to come up with the first uh, cellular, uh, essentially. So as we said, it was uh, it was. Designed according to what he had designed, uh, Tesla intended to transmit messages and images across to England and other parts of Europe. Uh, he theorized that being able to beam down the uh, tele, uh, telephony data using the Earth's telephony own... data. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So if you could if you could do that, transmit this shit across the thing using Earth's own forces to amplify the energy. Um, so given his, his success with other projects, his new tower, like we were talking about, that was financed by J.P. Morgan, who, you know, kind of a big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> I would say. Just a little. This is Mitch. So this guy had his dicks and dick and like pies all over the place, investing money here, there, everywhere on all kinds of different mm. shit. Um, Morgan had actually also invested in uh, Marconi's radio, like the first radio that was ever built. Um he uh, so they could send, they were trying to be able to send messages back and forth. So they wanted to put as much money into it as they could. Okay. So by the end of 1901, it was rumored that Tesla had abandoned the project and was working on a wireless power transmission system. So instead of sending messages, we want to do free electricity out of uh-huh. this one one source to make it easier for everybody. Uh, so his investors, including Morgan, began to lose faith in his project, and the money just stopped coming in. And according to many reports, uh, residents in Shoreham, New York, which is where he was, uh, reported seeing brilliant displays of light across the night, uh, across the night sky in July of 1903. The same time Tesla had received his final letter from J.P. Morgan indicating that he would no longer be investing in his ideas. So his investor, J.P. Morgan, wasn't happy with the way things were going, decided to cut all finances. Yeah, because he was putting money into this one thing and then he just goes... I don't want to work on that anymore. I want to change it to do something different. That's corporate America, man. At one point in time, change everything and say goodbye to your funding. So JP Morgan had every right to do what he did by just, I'm not giving any more money. I'm sorry. So if he had continued to invest in Tesla, the technology that would have worked, uh, that he'd worked on 
would directly impact his own investments in lumber, steel, and most importantly, him working with Thomas Edison. And history kind of shows that Thomas Edison was a bit of a dick. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, most geniuses are. Yeah, but he, he kind of he railroaded Tesla and just fucking ran him out of town and was like, ah, oh, his ideas are stupid, even though they actually work better. Well, think about it. If he could get him out and still like have those same ideas, do you want your direct competitor with what you're doing be in the same area or you know whatever? You're gonna discredit him as much as you can. Exactly. So with all this awful shit going on, Tesla had been having some, uh, I guess, distressful periods. We should we'd call it. Uh, reports say that some nights in the uh, reports say that some nights the sky would light up near Wardenclyffe when Tesla would be up late at night, uh, probably just wandering around being pissed off and questioning if he was actually crazy or not or tinkering with things or tinkering constantly uh, trying to build something new so at this point tesla claims that the tower needed around a hundred thousand dollars or so to complete it to 100 percent. tesla died knowing in his heart that the Wardenclyffe tower worked and that it would have revolu- and it would have revolutionized the world the tower was demolished in 1917 and sold for scrap to pay for uh for tesla's debt uh tesla who died in 1943 he died alone in his New York apartment. We, you know, kind of finger quotes, finger possibly. quotes died, <laughs> finger quotes died. Could have been killed. Yeah. It's, that's where I would go. Um, so here's where the crazy shit begins. Wait, we haven't covered any crazy shit yet. No, that's just kind of the background of the, the tower that he had, to, that he used. It's been reported that Tesla may have been extremely upset Understandably, receiving letters from J.P. Morgan saying, I'm not giving you any more fucking money. Fuck off. Understandable when especially you're banking on that for your projects. Exactly. So in the weeks following up, he let out a a spectacular display of raw energy crackling and thundering madly as if to say, hey, Mr. Morgan, fuck you. Look what I can do. Mm, Tesla coil. Yeah. Um, Death ray. Sometimes. (laughs) uh... So knowing what we know of Wardenclyffe Tower... Uh, we know that by 1908, the tower was supposed uh, was supposed to be in optimal operating conditions, meaning that Tesla had from 1901 to 1908 to work and tweak on his already finished and mostly working model. So this has led many to speculate that, to, that the Tunguska explosion wasn't caused by a rock from space or fucking aliens or a god, but rather by Nikola Tesla's tower. Since Long Island, New York almost lines up with Tunguska, geographically speaking, on opposite sides of the world. We know that Tesla was far more proficient with electricity than in its application than Marconi or Edison. And there's also all these little things that if you look into it, they found blueprints in his apartment for earthquake machines, death rays, all kinds of crazy shit. He could have very, very easily made a weapon. So what you trying to get at is the fact that he possibly turned this fucker on, fired it up, and sent uh, something across the earth and just said, okay, hey, I want to, somewhere in this vicinity, I want to make it fucking just, you know, light up. I don't think he, I don't think he had the ability to pick where it was. I think if anything, he turned this thing on trying to, if it was a death ray of sorts I don't think he would have had control over where it hit it would have just been like fuck it turn it on and see what happens and it would have gone up into the atmosphere and come down wherever 
in the form of probably a giant lightning strike or some shit like that. So it's, I mean, it's definitely possible that this is exactly what could have happened is it could have been Tesla just fucking around and touch something off and could you imagine that like shut up you know always when you're that little kid you're like don't touch this don't touch this okay you look at it you're like boop. Hmm. what happened um boop. and all of a sudden he finds out like all this crazy shit happened he goes oh fuck 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 disconnect disconnect <laughs> wasn't me guys this thing doesn't work i'm still working on this you're not that badly hurt don't tell mom don't tell mom yeah <laughs> or you're that little kid in the playground you kick somebody in the face and then you act like oh my foot hurts ow <laughs> as the other kids screaming that they have a face what happened, is broken. What happened to his face it fell on my foot so this is kind of one of those like historical like anomalies that i don't think they're ever gonna really solve i don't think they're ever gonna find the reasoning or anything like that for it with but i also at the same time kind of hope they don't because with everything that we can look into now and all this shit we don't have a lot of mystery left in the world so i think there's some things that we should just leave and just wonder about instead of having to find the answer for everything well yeah because sometimes like with lore like we were talking about before sometimes the unknown is more exciting and it breeds discussion compared exactly. to exactly Knowing everything, like, oh, okay, let's just Google it. Okay, now we know. Yeah, because you can Google this, and then it just brings you down a rabbit hole of going, what the fuck actually happened here? Yeah, we're now look at us. Now we're talking about it. We'll probably get some listeners that will talk about it. Hopefully, they'll email the show and have their opinions yeah. on it. It's just, it's just so, uh, yeah. I mean, without yeah. Tesla, we wouldn't have our Edison. We wouldn't have AC and DC. Yeah. Yeah, we have. We wouldn't have ACDC back in we, black. We also wouldn't have awesome videos of... Thomas Edison electrocuting a fucking elephant to death either, but fuck that guy. Oh, I love, yeah. I love my pachyderms. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video? Don't want to. It's fucking crazy. I don't want to. Yeah. I like elephants. Yeah, Thomas Edison was kind of a prick, but I really think that we could do a full episode on Nikola Tesla and all of his crazy shit. Yeah. I think we might have to. Well, like at some point. most people that are super intelligent, man, they always have that weird look. They always have that weird little quirk about them. Oh, that yeah. yeah. He was always a little bit broken. Yeah. Huh. fascinating well, that's it you okay over there kid yeah i'm good but that's all i've got for for this week tunguska kind of yeah. cool man tunguska yeah i personally think it was a meteor i yeah i'm I going think with so. that that range I, the, the air burst makes more sense to me than anything else but however i would like it to be tesla because that'd be funny that he did it like oh shit fuck i'm in trouble now fucking accidental super villain nikola tesla yeah he's like grew <laughs> Or whatever his name is, uh, from Despicable Me. Oh, he yeah. wants to be a villain, but he can't. Oh, I should have made a reference to uh, Heinz Doofenshmirtz. One more time. Heinz Doofenshmirtz. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh God, Phineas and Ferb. Mm. Okay. Still you know don't what know that, that is? Disney. Okay. <laughs> I'm an old man with no kids. <laughs> I'm an old man that still watched cartoons even before I had a kid. Speedy, he's sold. He's been around since the 1800s. Yeah. Gotcha, you he fuck. fuck. He fucking dodged the draft for the Spanish-American War. Whatever, youngsters. Y'all got any closing statements? That's just... I'm, I'm kind of blown away a little bit. So what do you think? We've already we put our, our two cents in. What do you think? I think it definitely was a meteor. Okay. So nobody's going to go fucking crazy and be like, oh, no, it was aliens. Definitely aliens. I like that. You see, actually, it was a totally Mulder. Not that Fox Mulder. Not that actually, I, Mulder. not that I I enjoy being a skeptic, but I just some reason fucking aliens and sea monsters for me are just like, bah. 
nah, I don't buy it either way. I mean, I'm sure they're there. I just don't think they'd come down here and fuck with us right off. Well, and because we've had meteors that have hit before, exactly. we've had this kind of information or these stories of things falling out of the sky, whatever. Yep. And who knows? Maybe someone will touch on this again and give it more explanation, or maybe they're just like, you know, no one died, whatever. Yeah. We did. We spent some time on it in the 20s or the uh, 80s, whatever. Up into the 60s, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so it's like we did what we could, but is it really there? Do we really need to worry about it? Is it something we really need to look into? You know? Yeah, and it's like I said, it would be it would be fantastical to have it be uh, Tesla, but honestly, I don't think it was him. Fantasticals, you say? Fantastical. It's <laughs> a word. I think it was from Mary Poppins. No, I said fantasticals. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, it would, like, it would be cool that it would be Tesla, but the man was insanely smart, yeah. and I think that he would be able to figure out something to do with it or how to control it. And I don't think he would have it just be hit in some random area where no one died. Yeah. That's the part that was getting me. There's like no injuries, but possibly one or two deaths. But you know, there's always a few people that live out way out in the sticks that no one ever really knows. They're just there. Right. But you think that if it, if he knew that this happened and nobody got hurt, you know, so it was clear of that. You don't think he wouldn't take credit for that? Say, hey, look what my shit can do. No, because I think honestly he'd be smart enough to realize yeah. if I do this and I admit to it, people are going to come after me. They're going to kill me, or they're going to steal my plans. They're going to steal all this. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. He's a little <laughs> bit crazy, but if you think about it, if you create a weapon that is like this, and even if it worked, are you literally going to be in the middle of New York? Because New York, where he's living at yep, this time, Long right? Long Island. So are you going to be living in the middle of New York in Long Island and be like, hey, motherfuckers, guess what I can do? I can create an earthquake in Russia. I literally just became a supervillain. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, and it's like <laughs> within seconds, there would be people barging into his house Killing him just or kidnapping him or whatever, stealing all of his technology, all of his information. I think there would be too many uh, repercussions for him to be come out and want to admit it. Yeah. He would admit other things, absolutely, but it's like... But that's ult- that's one of the theories that what ultimately, ultimately killed him. Or he, well, he you know, because... He was he, killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because but, of, of such things. Yeah. But I honestly don't think this was the last nail in the coffin. I think this could have been, but I think if he if you would have admitted it, he would have admitted it that it was him. Him not admitting it means that it probably wasn't him. Yeah, because you know if Thomas Edison had done the same thing, you go, hey, I created a fucking earthquake in Russia. Suck it. And Tesla would have been like, actually, I did that. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking louder than you, so I did it. Fuck off, dummy. Your stupid mustache. Big stick, yo. Yeah, it's, I think that's exactly what a, what would happen is Thomas Edison would have been like, oh, no, 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 I did it. Yeah, and honestly, I think, like, I really do feel like it was a meteor. Like, I feel it was one of those random instances where nature came out of nowhere, did its thing, and people were like, huh, how the fuck that happened? We don't know. Yeah. I mean. Some of the stuff I read, that they, it did say that if it, hit, if it had actually hit the earth, it would have probably been the largest impact ever recorded in the history of earth. Like, actual impact. Could you imagine like another ice, like another it, ice it age probably would have, It probably would have been close to an extinction level kind of thing. Yeah. So you're saying larger than the um, uh, Mexico? I I think it probably would have been, but like again, I'm not a fucking geologist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything. I'm stupid, and I just research stuff. But you're just a guy sitting behind a mic. I'm just a dude disguised as a dude playing another dude. 
Huh? All I know. Huh? <laughs> hey, guess uh, what? What? Uh, chicken butt. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to uh, make this announcement. Friend of the show, Kino, he just got engaged. What? Uh, yeah, I actually – hold on one second. I'm going to see if we can actually get do this. And this may actually get me in trouble, but we may have to edit this out. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, we're going to do something fun. <laughs> Keep it right up in front of the mic so we can hear him. Yeah. Pick up, Kino. <laughs> like, who the fuck's calling me? No, he knows. Oh. Text him every other day, man. I fucking annoy him just as much as I annoy well, Bree. <laughs> or me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you because I know you can hit me from your house with a headshot. <laughs> well, Two. How long ago did he get engaged? Uh, not that long ago. Like within the day? Uh, no, I like last oh, week. I was gonna say he's, you know, if he got engaged like just now, he's probably busy. I would imagine. No, it was a little while ago. <laughs> like I said, I don't know if I'm allowed to announce this, but I'm saying that because literally, I'm just talking to him randomly, and he goes, "Literally, literally, 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 actually, literally, actually." What Moistly. happened was, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, actually, around Christmas time, we were talking, and all of a sudden, he goes, she said yes, and I'm like, you know when you get those little brief little messages on uh-huh. top? You're like, what the fuck does that mean? You click it, and it's a picture of her ring, and I'm like, holy shit! He's going, oh my god! I was like, I'm so proud of you, you <laughs> handsome motherfucker! I'm like, don't invite me to your wedding, because I'm not going down to Florida. No, there's too many snakes and crazy people in Florida for me. Florida skunk ape, man, I don't, I don't go down there. We gotta do that one, too. Huh? Skank apes. Turkeys. <laughs> I wait, turkeyed wait. your ass. Stick shift. Uh-huh. That's Damn from it. your little brother. Fuck. But yeah, so I don't know if I'm allowed to announce it. I don't really care. I'm going to say it. Dear Congratulations, friend, Kino and in fiance. Love of our show and brother, Kino. <laughs> I don't know her name. <laughs> I'm so not saying her congratulations, name. Congratulations, Kino and wife. <laughs> Dude, I don't Kino care. Kino and co. <laughs> she's a wonderful She's a wonderful person. They're happy, so That's I'm all that making matters, that announcement. Happy, happy is good. Congrats. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to hopefully hang out with that handsome motherfucker at uh, Depticon. Nice. We'll paint some miniatures. Do so, stupid things. Anyway. Go get some headphones at Studio. Put them in your cart. 15% off with Dark Windows 15 at checkout. You're damn straight. They're amazing. Go get them. Speaking about getting them, go get them. No, not that. Oh, little Taskmaster yeah. bobbles. Uh, head on over to GameMV.net, home of the Hobby Holder and many other amazing little hobby related tools like the brush bastion which is what you were refer- yeah. referencing before um they also have a variety of other cool little things like the paint puck which is the thing at the bottom of the cup reference that as well boom <laughs> see i listen to this shit see I um, their website but yeah and then uh like i said kit is recently has a uh a kickstarter going on hopefully it's still going on by the time of this is re- drops but he is creating a bigger handle for us larger handed individuals um, because, well, let's be honest, my stupid orangutan foot of a hand. More more handually endowed gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a new uh, new base system, which actually clips on, so you don't have to worry about doing the old uh, screw-in techniques. Nice. Uh, so he's doing a Kickstarter for that. It's amazing. Uh, definitely hopped on that. And also, like I said, the Hobby Holder, which if you or anybody you know is into painting miniatures, Head on over there, pick one up, put it in the cart, and you guess what? You save yourself 10% off your entire order. No longer this $2 off each hobby holder. I was say, that's going to take some getting used to to remember that yeah, one. Yeah. 2%, like, perf- 2% 10, off? 2%, two, 2% off? No. 2 to 10% off your entire order. No, it's 10% off your entire order. 
and I got yeah. con- I got confused. So if you put the you, you put the promo code and you pick if you want two dollars off or ten percent off, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's ten percent off. So you uh, you have that fun thing, and then you also did a good job referencing family of the show. Heck yes, Dicehead Games down in Boom. Cleveland, Tennessee, and you did well by referencing and also talking about how awesome they are about if you're into miniature painting and you want to get rid of an old game system or miniatures that you don't like or someone gifted them to you and whether they're painted assembled unpainted still in the sprue doesn't matter take a picture of them send an email down because on their site they do have the trade-in program and they will give you the best if not one of the best uh prices and trade-in value for other miniature game systems or comic books magic cards Everything. Everything. Shane and Chad and all of them down there are fantastic people. I've used them more times than I can count. I'm actually going to be making another order from them probably, no, after Adepticon because I need to save money to buy stuff from <laughs> But, yeah, so they are fantastic. And you'll probably see Shane out there yeah, as we're a conscientious observer. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say objector, but why object to it? And hopefully my, my, <laughs> my fellow Bloodbeard, Chad, will be there. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I won't be there because yeah. I can't fly. I ain't got no wings. I don't got no wings. I don't drink Red Bull. Fuck that shit. And I don't have enough money to fly anywhere right now. So yeah, you guys just bought a house that we're yeah. sitting in. But yeah, we bought, so. a stu- we, we bought a studio and a large space for the dog to run around. It's not our house. Right? It's the dog's house. But ass. I'm happy to be back. I hope yeah, you guys are happy, happy to have oh, me back. I guess we're happy to have you back. Mm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. A- any spoilers on next week? Hell no. It's another history thing. Boom. We'll tell you that, and it's going to be spoiled. Something. I said it. Explosive. I said, I said boom. <laughs> Whoa. You'll catch that when we edit, because I know you didn't just hear it now. Ha-ha! <laughs> anyway. How are we going to close out the show? Yeah. Like always. Yeah. Just Literally, because... kisses. <laughs> just... just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark no. can't see into you. Just because the... the con- just because t- a meteorite can't see into you doesn't mean you can't see into a meteorite? Exactly. Yeah. Just because Nikola Tesla can't see into you doesn't mean you can't see into Nikola Tesla. Or is an it? obscure thunder god. Fuck this. Oh, wait. We never talked about thunder god. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, yeah we did. Just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Kisses. Ta-ta. Goodbye. I, I love you, people. It Thank wasn't you. aliens. It was a meteor. Tesla. 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 Death ray. <laughs> <laughs>